Welcome to the show created by vets featuring absolutely no pets. This is the Veterinary Project Podcast, hosted by Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light. Our resident veterinarians have swapped out their stethoscopes in favor of microphones to bring you the Veterinary Project Podcast, a show focused on real conversations aimed to connect this amazing profession full of remarkable people. Through the sharing of collective stories and wisdom and connecting over the many unique challenges we face, we invite you to join our community of veterinary professionals leading intentional lives. And now, here are the hosts of the Veterinary Project Podcast, Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light. Welcome back to the Veterinary Project Podcast. Dr. Michael Bug, Dr. Jonathan Light. No further introductions needed. Mike, you're looking sharp this morning. Everybody needs to go on to YouTube. He just got himself a haircut yesterday. Uh, it looks good, bud. Oh, well, thank you, Jonathan. Oh, do people on a podcast matter to care about that? I don't think so, but that's all right. You look sharp, which is great. How's the week going? Good. Very busy. Um, it'll, it'll fit in probably nicely with, with the theme we're going to dive into, but I have been running this week. It's been, it's been good. It's been unbelievable. Hey, there is a lot going on in both of our lives right now. And it, uh, it functions to a previous book that we have described, uh, it, titled who not how which is in full force right now that's for sure in terms of making sure you have the right people on the team and or getting the right people on the team to be able to help you out so you're not dealing with just all the hows. i think we're both in the middle of that right now um but speaking specifically into our topic we have a short podcast format here for you today and this is a little bit fun and this goes along our themes of mike and i only we do not have a podcast guest today Today's conversation that we want to bring up is all around work ethic and work ethic as it relates to day-to-day activities, prioritization, and also as it relates to work-life balance. And I think um, I was really excited to get into this topic, especially given Mike's goal-setting discussion and some of the specifics and keys that he brought up there. Uh, I thought this is a great follow-through for us. Um, I... I am hearing here and it's interesting because I go, am I getting a little bit older? Am I becoming that old guy that goes, those young guys don't know how to work. Am I really that old? Am I thinking that through? And Mike, that's come up in my brain a couple of times as of late, because you and I are both hustling right now. Like we're working our asses off. Yeah, we are. From a work-life balance. I have none right now. Like being straight up right there. But I'm also filling the buckets as it relates to my family, as it relates to my work. I'm getting out there and doing activities and exercise, but I have no balance. And is that correct? I don't know. But when we're talking work ethic, I think I have that. And I think I have that in spades. And that's what's allowing these different projects to expand. But it really messes with your head. Because then you go online, you see Instagram, you see YouTube, you see all these other guys driving around in Ferraris that pop up on your sponsored ads. Do this, buy this one stock, you'll be on here and you can go sit on a beach for 20 hours a day. Is that real? Are we living in that life in veterinary medicine and beyond? Oh, man. Okay. This is going to be fun. Um, For the listeners, Jonathan and I have not prepped this. We sent a text and we said, this is what we're going to talk about. Turn record on. And let's go. So, I mean, I don't have an answer to this. Um, I have some 
somewhat coherent ramblings that I can offer. And I mean, let's kick it around. So let's, where do we want to dive in? Let's dive. I want to touch on the social media thing just because you mentioned it right now. Cause I find myself, um, you know, scrolling and you'll, you'll see some posts and sometimes it knocks me off. Um, and I get in my head and I'm like, man, like they've got it figured out. Like how the hell did they pull that off? Um, and I mean, everyone knows this, but when I sort of catch myself and, and step back, I mean, I almost refer to social media as anti-social media because it, it really is an iceberg effect of what you see versus what reality is. And I mean, I have people in my life that I know um, reasonably well outside of social media. And you'll be like, your social media presence does not match your life at all. Like borderline fake, right? Or and, just let's call it as it is. It is fake. Yeah. And so it, it it's it's hard because you see that. And it's it's almost like in in the world now, in life, people have two lives, you know, like their real life and their social media life. Um, and I mean, I prefer to to surround myself with people where those are one in the same, that you know, in in an ideal world. Um, but it's hard to separate. So the biggest thing I always try to rem- remind myself is on social media, you cannot link cause and effect, right? So mm, that dude- Dive that, into that. What does well, that the, mean? Well, the dude that's sitting on the beach next to his Ferrari, I mean, number one, do you even want a Ferrari? No. Like, I don't give a shit bit. about Ferraris, but I, I get the imagery behind it. But cause and effect is whatever they're saying. So use, use your ad that popped up for buy this stock and you'll sit on a beach. You don't actually know that that person made any money stock trading. You don't even know if the beach is real, right? But so, so I see people, um, you know, working for, for two hours a day on their laptop, you know, from Greece, from wherever, pitching this life that they've created. And it's like, well, they might not have even created that. Like sometimes it's just straight up their family's rich, it's inheritance. Sometimes that life's not even real. So it's really important to step back on social media, you know, stop comparing, um, which is easier said than done. But that's just my two cents on on social media right now. So how do we do that then on social media when we're in veterinary medicine and we are in a crisis situation when we're looking at burnout, wellness, time, COVID pets, all of the above. And then on social media, um, we also see how hard it is. And it is hard right now. And how do we counter that? Because there's a lot of things that still need to get done. And this is tough. And again, we don't have the answers, but this yeah. is the reality of the world right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't even know what you want me to say on that because I don't have the answer to that. Um, I, can, I can give you an analogy I use that I, I don't even know if it's right and I haven't fully formed it. Um, you know, the idea of work-life balance, I'm not a huge fan of that term. I used to be, but over the last few years, you know, I much more prefer like work-life integration, um, you know, kind of the idea of being in flow. But anyway, I think of myself as, as running. And I think when people are very unbalanced or overwhelmed would probably be a better word, they're, they're drawn to being more balanced. And so I think of if you were just standing, uh, you know, on your feet, shoulder width apart, knees slightly bent, 
that's the most balanced you are in a standing position. Like if someone comes and pushes you, you're not going to fall over. The catch with that is you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything, right? But sometimes that's okay. Everyone needs to rest. And sometimes coming back to a standing position and just pausing and collecting your breath is what you need. But then I think about, you know, working as a vet, um, me working in real estate and life is about getting in stride. So when I'm like this week, I have taken a big step forward. All of my weight is on my real estate foot. My other legs just up in the air, way behind me. I'm completely off balance, but I'm creating some movement. And I know that this weekend, I have to go back and grab my other foot and bring it forward and be like, hey, Riley needs some of my attention. Rosalie needs some of my attention. And I have to just close that gap and bring it back. And honestly, on the weekend, my family foot will probably go, it'll go in front of my work foot, right? And that'll bring me some sense of balance back to my life. But the idea that you're, you're perfectly balanced, I don't think that exists. I think it's about getting in stride. Um, and then as I think about this in veterinary medicine, and I was thinking about this quite a bit, especially for students, and you can sprint your way through vet school. And so what I mean by that is like you're, you got accepted. It's like you're a runner at the starting blocks. You're like leaned over like all of your weight is forward. The second that gun goes off, you're, you're out of the blocks like a rocket. And the reason you can sprint vet school is because it has a defined time, a defined distance, right? You know, it, this is four years and like, you'll be tired and you'll be exhausted, but there's a finish line and you cross it and you like put your arms in the air and you, you stop and you collect yourself. The problem is when we take that same mentality and we try to sprint through life where there's no defined end period. There's no defined um, like time limit. So think of moving into your veterinary career and you're sprinting. It's like, well, no shit. You can't keep that up. You know? Yeah. So that no end point. There's no, yeah. Goals are self-determined. No professors telling you what to do. Ex- exactly. And I, you know, I was thinking of this for me, I changed um, clinics three times in my veterinary career. Right. And each time I changed clinics, there was this massive sense of relief temporarily because that was a finish line, right? Like, think about that. Like, okay, I've put in my notice and now I've left that clinic. All of those cases, like you have case resolution across the board, right? Like in some situations, I moved cities. Great point. Right. So you're emotionally free and you're starting over. The problem is, when you go to that new clinic and you just jump right back into sprinting, you're eventually going to run out of gas again. So where I'm going with this is you, you kind of need to, to match your stride like to your goals and your timeline, right? So for you right now, you're trying to open a veterinary clinic. Yep. That is going to be a little bit of a sprint. Yep. But there's a, there's a finish line there. The finish line is the veterinary clinic opens. And th- then you can like shorten your strides, let up. Um, and get back to a little bit of sense of balance. So that's kind of my take on it. And sorry, I'm hogging all the the time here. Um, But everything good in my life I've ever done has come when I'm out of balance and sprinting, but then taking time to recollect and balance. So anyway, you jump in. 
No, I think it's great. I, mean, I think you are you are game on. I think also recognizing that in those sprints, you're going to have little ups and downs in them. And when you are out of balance, and I was speaking with this with one of my clinic managers yesterday, it's all right. And, and you need to be empathetic to yourself that there's going to be some times where you feel like that momentum is not happening. You feel like you're not getting anywhere and you're the hardest on yourself. And again, I, I was speaking with this individual yesterday and it's like, I don't feel like I've gotten anything done in 2021. Now I'm looking at it from the outside going, wait a second, look at all these things that you've done. Let's be a little bit more, let, let's provide some self-care to you to know that, hey, we're in a tough spot right now, COVID, curbside, all the rest of it. And you've made some great headways considering the challenges that are in front of you. Hard to see when you're in the middle of it. Yeah. You, this reminds me, I don't know who said this, um, a quote of, of humans will overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they'll accomplish in like three or five years. So sometimes it's, that's perspective. Like you got to zoom out a little bit, um, you know, to see, see where you're going and where you've came from. Yep. So when we're speaking about work ethic, then it's also then recognizing and being real with yourself. What does that look like? So on a day-to-day basis, are you actually providing for a good work ethic? And that's a whole definition in itself, which we don't have the time to get into today. Um, from that standpoint of being out of balance and still moving forward, are you doing the things that are a priority and are needed? Again, going back to your goal setting discussion last week, or are you just being busy? And is that what you're describing as work ethic and, and doing? Yeah. I mean, that is a whole topic and that's a, a lifelong learning Yeah, as your priorities change and where you are in life um, is going to change. Cause I really do believe in the veterinary industry as a, as a whole, we're hard workers. Yes. Um, I do think so, sometimes it's maybe, and especially now coming back to social media, comparison is easier. And I think maybe more of the problem is delayed gratification. You know, like this actually is kind of going back to Brad and the fitness one. Like it's, it's Amazon prime days. Everyone wants everything now right there, you know, and, and we're, we're forgetting the fact that, that, that clinic owner who's, who's been working for 25 years yes, yes. has put, has, has put in a lot the of time. time. I think you're hitting there. the essence right here. And, and we can use one of our past guests, Dr. Hook, who they're right in the middle of a renovation for Bashaw. I love watching his Instagram posts, etc. But what we also don't see is the hours and hours and hours of work that they put behind the scenes. Mm-hmm the time that they've spent away from their family, because that's another half hour plus away from their main center. And what does that look like? How do you post that on social media? Yeah, you can't. Well, it's not sexy. You know, that doesn't get the, doesn't get the views. Instagram doesn't push that out to all their audience. It doesn't get the clicks. And yet that's truthfully the real, which then allows for the the tip of the iceberg posts. If it's real. Yeah. If you haven't just bought it. So such a, such a, an interesting dynamic. And I know we're rambling for our listeners well, today, et cetera, but this is important. And I want to, I, and I don't want to take us too far on the tangent because there is, there is a balance here in, you know, in, in veterinary medicine, I've heard people talk about, you know, the way it used to be. And, and certainly just because 
um, you know, maybe this more applies to interns and residents, which I've done neither of. So I'm, I'm speaking out of turn here, but just because you used to have to work 16 hour days back to back repeatedly, you know, maybe we've just learned that that's just not a healthy practice and it's okay to change that. Right. So there's a difference between, in my mind, you know, working hard over a period of time, AKA years to get to a goal um, you know, versus having to just grind because that's the way it's always been. Like, certainly I think changes are needed in that capacity, but we still can't lose sight of the fact that just even while working hard, these, these really big outcomes still take a lot of time. Correct. And, and recognizing that and know that there is no, um, there's no shortcut to that. Yeah, I don't know a single person ever that that has accomplished very significant things on these two-hour workdays, two-hour work weeks, or whatever it is. I, you know, I, I don't. I've never met a single person. Yeah, and that's just part of it. So, oh, and, and there's again, like you said, there's a couple other tangents that I, I could go down. Um, I hope this is a value for our listeners. Please leave a comment. If we're way off, if we're way off base, then let us know as well too. We want to know again, this is our goal in 2021 um, in, you know, being a little bit more spicier, changing up the flow of our podcast and ensuring that we are providing value as it is in this one to the opinions and previous experiences and education of Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Yeah. Jonathan Light. So, yeah. And I wanted, uh, sorry, I'm not trying to, no. For, for the listeners too, this is us putting what we sort of just talked about into practice because we were recognizing, hey, this podcast, uh, we're, we're reaching too far and, that, and then it's taking you know, your focus away from your vet cl- clinic, from me buying apartments, which is what actually puts groceries on our table. And we were like, hey, we have to shorten our stride here on the podcast and so we're, the biggest roadblock we identified was scheduling guests. So we're like, every second episode is just me and you now. And, you know, it's opened us up. And I know for me, in the last month alone, since we made this change, the other areas of my life have slingshotted forward. So, you know, just and from a stress some- standpoint, again, we've got some cool, exciting news coming down the road from uh, our new yeah, social media team that's they're kicking butt in the first two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've got our stuff. We've got our stuff together behind the scenes and man, does that feel better? And again, to the point of that allows you to slingshot forward in other areas of your life. Who, not how amazing. Let's finish it up. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this ramble with Dr. Michael bug and Dr. Jonathan light. Thank you for listening to the Veterinary Project Podcast. As a recap, on behalf of our hosts, the Veterinary Project Podcast will be releasing new episodes weekly. So be sure to tune in as we bring you more conversations aimed at helping you enjoy a life well lived. If you enjoyed what you heard on the show and you want to stay in the know, please like, love, and or subscribe to the podcast on the listening platform of your choosing, as we're available on all the usual suspects. 
If you know of others that may benefit from these conversations, we'd love it if you please share the show with them, as this will help us grow our community to reach more and more veterinary professionals. Speaking of which, if you are a veterinary professional and would like to get connected with more like-minded individuals who are joining us on this journey, please send an email to the Veterinary Project Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll invite you to be a part of our private Facebook group. General feedback, requests for information, or perhaps requests to be a guest on the show can also be sent to the Veterinary Project Podcast at gmail.com. Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll catch you again next week for another episode of the Veterinary Project Podcast. Bye for now. Bye for now.